Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Misty, and this is Lattes and Leggings. Hello. Happy spring. Happy Monday. I clearly skipped a couple of weeks. Um, had some family stuff to take care of. Don't worry, everyone's good. Just um you know it's hard living 2,000 miles away from your family and so I had to deal with some stuff there like I said everybody's good as good as they can be and it was really nice to see my sister Christy and my nephew Donovan I really 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 tried to talk Donovan into um recording an episode at their house, but he wasn't having it. So maybe next time, Dee. Maybe next time. Um, yeah. So hi. It's spring. Um, I had a little sort of vacation. It really wasn't vacation. Um, I went on some flights, and it's interesting. Um, that they see over the loudspeaker that the flight attendants are doing um, beverage service because of social distancing. However, on the four planes I was on, they were packed full. Every row of three was full. Every row of two was full. So how is it? Okay. For flights to be that full, but I can't get a vodka OJ because of social distancing. It baffles me. Like I can sit four inches away from a person who also is eating and drinking and taking off their mask, but you can't give me 
pretzels and a vodka. I just don't understand. I really don't. Anyway, that's my rant about flying right now. Um, if you are flying, just be safe. Be careful. Um, like I said, flights are full. Social distancing, not so much. Anyway, um, be sure to be to check out Lattes and Legends on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I've got some coffee mugs and stickers left. And I wanted to talk about some shows and podcasts that I'm really into right now. Um, my sister and I together discovered, well, I shared it with her. I guess we kind of discovered our love for it together. Um, a podcast called I Saw What You Did. Um, and Millie and Danielle are hilarious. Um, they're doing a bracket for movies um, called Was It Good or Was I Horny or something like that. And they did Memphis Belle and Glam in the Cube on the same episode. And my sister, Chrissy, and I were obsessed with both of those movies. And then as I was helping my mom clean her house, because she's now, and you know, now she's bedridden for a little bit, just for a little bit. She's fine. Um, I found this picture that one of us had taken of the movie cover of Memphis Belle or the poster cover or something like that. And it was just impeccable timing and it made me laugh so hard. And I just love their podcast. They are so funny and I need them to be my best friends. Um, so if they listen to this show, hey, I love you girls. Um, and then I think I've talked about Let's Not Meet before. Um, but there's also Red Collar, which is a true crime podcast about um, red collar crime. And basically, in layman's terms, if you're me, it's rich people crimes. Crimes that rich people do on other rich people. Luckily, I will never be in the red collar, so goodbye. Um, yeah, and also, what show am I watching right now? Oh, there's a couple of shows um, that have made my heart really happy lately. One of them is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I could talk about Bucky Barnes forever. Forever. I just love him. Anyway, this show isn't about Marvel television shows. It's about urban legends and hauntings and lattes. And guess what? I'm on latte number two. My amazing friends at Bread um, serve it up. And I am not afraid to say that I got two today. Actually, I got one for me and one for my friend who was supposed to come in and shop today, um, this morning, but she won't be here until three. So it's 11. It was actually eight when I ordered latte number two. So I'm drinking both of them. So thanks guys. Thanks for looking out for me. Anyway, today we're going to talk about two hotels and I picked Georgia since I was in Georgia. So we're going to talk about Savannah, Georgia, um, and two haunted hotels there. Okay, so the first 
Haunted Savannah Hotel I'm going to talk about is called 1790 Inn. Mm-hmm. Um, so sources for both of these are from ghostcitytours.com, nightlyspirits.com, savannahfirsttimer.com. She's got a lot of good stuff on her site. Um, savannahnow.com, um, narcity.com, ghostinrules.com, marshallhouse.com, marshallhouse.com slash savannahauntedtours, hauntedrooms.com, and tenbest.com. So first I'm going to start with 1790 in, and then I will do the Marshall House, both in Savannah, Georgia. All right, so the 1790 in is on President Street, and this is in the very historic district of Savannah. This is one of the most visited haunted places in the area. They do have um, a haunted pub crawl in Savannah. I don't know if they're still doing that. Um, and it stops at the bar of the inn. So a little bit of backstory. The building now houses, that now houses the inn actually has three total buildings. So the first two parts um, were constructed between 1821 and 1823. The third building is was constructed in 1888. Um, and according to all these bloggers and visitors, no matter where you go on any of these properties, you're gonna feel some haunts and spooks. Well, maybe you won't. So there's one ghost in particular. So a couple websites called her Anne and then a couple websites called her Anna. Um, I like Anna. Um, by like Anne too. Anyway, so the ghost of Anna, she's the most well-known ghost at the, at the inn and she is in room 204. So, um, just a little backstory on this situation. She is fondly called Anna by the staff or Anne. Um, she seems to mess with people and their belongings. And I feel like in a couple of other stories we have heard about this, um, was it the Stanley? I don't remember. So a couple episodes back, we heard about um, one of the ghosts would like pack your stuff if they wanted you out of the room. So apparently she doesn't go that far, but she does like to mess with people. Like she likes to move things around. Um, you know, if you have your makeup spread out a certain way, she'll like tidy it up. Hmm. Um, and if you know me, that would drive me insane. Like, I will walk into a room that I've been in many, many times, and I know where everything is. If it's a mess, it doesn't matter. I know where everything is. The minute someone moves a pen, scissors, a business card out of the way, I know that you've touched my stuff. So me and Anna would not be very good friends. Mm -hmm. All right, so people have also said they feel her presence when they're in the room. She tugs on the sheets. They hear a woman crying in the corners after you turn the lights out. Oh. Um, and people actually request to stay in room 204 when they go there. Um, so it's quite the popular room. So who really is this girl? Well, there's different stories, but I rounded up 
kind of a synopsis and it goes like this. Um, there was a woman living in the building on the east side of the property. Um, she suffered from a loss of a loved one and she threw herself over the railing of her second story balcony. Her body was smashed into the brick courtyard below, cutting her life short. All right, so all of these stories pretty much are the same, but paranormal experts and historians say that there's some problems with these stories. So for one, the woman in question was named Anne White or Anna White. She was the wife of Steel White. Steel White was um, part of the construction crew of the hotel. And he was actually in a horse riding accident in 1823. So Anne was clearly heartbroken. And that part of the story is like, all right, that's cool. Um, so the thing is this, when Steele died, she moved from, from this part of town, like from the hotel. She was like, I'm done. I'm moving. So she moved to the Isle of Hope, which is south of Savannah. And she lived with her sister and brother-in-law for a few years. And the part of the building where like she reportedly jumped from apparently wasn't built until 18. 88. So a few people are like, yeah, this can't be her. It's got to be somebody else if there really is someone there. Um, but yeah, this isn't her because there's no way. So this is why some people think her name is Anne or Anna because no one can really tell who this woman is because some even say it's like a little girl messing with them. So it could be a young girl. Huh. So there's that part of the story. Um, but also, there could be another Anne. And this Anne could be Anne Powers. So in 1888, the Powers family bought the building that is the Inn, the 1790 Inn, 1790 Inn. Um, so they added the third part to the building, which is the east portion. And this is the part where everyone says Anne, Anna, threw herself from. So this Anne Powers could possibly be the ghost. But again, history says not so much. So Anne Powers lived to be in her 80s. So she did die in the inn. Um, but... In 1920, she told the census that she was 78 years old. Ooh, good old census. So if you go and look back, um, it does say that she lived there from 1890 to 1920. Um, and she lived there with her husband, Patrick, who was still alive at 82 years old when they took the census. So uh, uh, who knows? So, um, after all this research has been done, people are like, this has got to be somebody else because the history is not coming back. It's not working. Um, but there's lots of people that have left reviews for Room 204, and a few of them definitely say 
that um, Anna Ann is there. So here are a few quotes from online journals, um, bloggers, paranormal experts about room 204. Quote, Anna is here. Mm -hmm. Quote, you can feel something here. If it is Anna, she is a peaceful spirit. At least she was for us. Quote, heard footsteps and floor creaking, got touched and saw her shadow. Oh, um, there's also accounts that Anna plays with the kids who are there with their parents. Um, toys will start moving. Um, some teddy bears have been moved around. Some say that they saw a teddy bear like physically get squeezed. Um, and then here's another account. Quote, on the fireplace mantle, there's a shrine to Anna. I woke up to a tap on my solar plexus around 2.30 in the morning. Huh. Um, first off, I want to know who calls it their solar plexus. Just putting that out there. Anyway. Um, another visitor of room 204 said, quote, there are two distinct knocks on the headboard of my bed. Yeah, so there's a lot going on at the 1790 in and it looks like there's just lots of ghostly encounters with Anne or Anna and uh this sounds like an awesome place to stay I looked at the pictures and it looks beautiful and historic and cozy also a little haunted so maybe the next time you're in Savannah you can check out the 1790 in man these vanilla lattes are delicious all right so now i'm fully caffeinated let's talk about the marshall house hotel um so i don't know if any of you know much about savannah um you should go there if you've never been there just the spanish moss trees alone are breathtaking you're by the water like savannah is amazing the cemeteries there are like no other, just everything about Savannah historically, haunted wise. Um, I feel like drag queens have really good drag shows in Savannah. All the amazing things as true Southern city needs, they have them. The food's amazing too. Let me just go there. Um, so the Marshall House Hotel is a beautiful historic hotel. Um, and it's another one of those highly visited haunted hotels for so many reasons. So a little backstory on it. It is on Broughton Street um, and it's one of the oldest hotels in Savannah. Most of the original architecture is still there, which is awesome. Um, Mary Marshall built the hotel in 1851 on land that she inherited from her father. Gabriel Lever, who was a French cabinet maker. The Marshall House is considered the finest structure Mary Marshall ever built. Okay, so during the Civil War, the um, Union used it as a hospital. 
towards the end of the war, and it was also used two more times as a hospital for yellow fever epidemics of the 19th century. This is why people feel there's a lot of ghosty activity here. So the hotel was restored in the late 1990s, and when um, construction workers were replacing some of the floorboards and whatnot, they found some human remains. Mm. Side note, I believe that we talked about this when I was talking about um, the bar in Florida where Hemingway used to go. Uh, what's it called? Because they also found human remains when they were renovating. That's a side note. I don't know what episode that was. I don't have a producer to show me. So go back and check um, one of those Florida episodes. I don't remember what it's called. Anyway, Pugin's Pub? Pugin's Pub, maybe? I don't know. Anyway, um, so this led historians to believe that bones that were discovered were Civil War soldiers. Because they found bones of like amputated limbs under the floorboards. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Fun times, right? Anyway. Um, okay. So let's do a little quick timeline because there's a lot of information on the Marshall House. Um, and a lot of it is dates and history and I love that stuff. All right. So 1851, the Marshall House opens. Um, 1857, an iron veranda was placed in front of the property. 1859, it was renovated again, repainted, refurbished, opened to the public again. Um, 1864 to 1865, the hotel was occupied by Union troops, led by William Sherman. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see, in 1867, Marshall Hose Company, which was a volunteer fire department, was founded to protect the Marshall House and other properties of Savannah. 1880, the adjoining building, known as the Florida House, was annexed as part of the Marshall House. This increased the capacity of the hotel by a third. Oh, so money's rolling in. At the Marshall House. 1895, the hotel closes. 1899, it reopens. And guess what? It now has electric lights, hot and cold baths on every floor. What? 1933, a um, prominent real estate man from Jacksonville changes the name to the Gilbert House or Gilbert, Gilbert Hotel. Um, then he sells the hotel about 10 years later. Five years later, the Marshall House reopens after a complete renovation. In 1957, it closes again. Another renovation. 1998, it reopens. 1999, more renovations and reopens. 2001, a Savannah-owned hotel management company buys it. 2004, five. And 14, it's voted Best of Savannah. 2005, it's featured on Travel Channel's Haunted Hotels. Ooh. Um, 2006, 
2008, it's renovated again. 2014, again, renovated. And 2014, voted Best Boutique Hotel in Savannah. Ooh, it's real fancy. So let's talk about the ghosties, shall we? We love talking about the ghosties. So here we go. There's a lot of paranormal activity that goes down here, uh, like more than many people even know. All right, so there's lots of eerie, eerie things that go on at the Marshall Health Hotel. Um, faucets turn on and off, lights flicker, you know, the usual. Um, toilets will overflow for no reason. Oh, that's anyone. Um, disembodied voices will echo through the halls. There's um, a spot on the fourth floor in the hallway that loud noises take place during the early morning, like thundering, crashing, that kind of thing. Also, doorknobs tend to wiggle as if someone is trying to get into your room. Yikes. Um, so I have a couple of stories from guests. One guest said, quote, a room to be weary of is 306. The loud noises in the middle of the night happen on the fourth floor where we were just staying. I've lived in many haunted houses, but the Marshall House creeped me out completely. I loved it there, but I could never rest. Okay, it's old, it's noisy, but there's way more going on than meets the eye. I know others have experienced things too. There's also a ghostly cat, but I've never seen it myself. There happened to be another hotel guest that said she did. But what else can you really expect from a city built on top of dead bodies? End quote. I like their, their little comment there. Yes, yes, yes. So not only are there these ghosts that play with doorknobs, overflow toilets, that kind of stuff, but apparently there's some children there as well. There are ghosts, and uh, I love children very much. My full-time job is to love on children. I love their giggles. I love their hugs. I love the pictures they draw me. I love giving them back at 530. However, ghostly children? No, absolutely not. Children in scary movies? No. Ugh. What movie? Uh, Pet Cemetery. Gage? No. Zombie children? Absolutely not. Ghostly children? Absolutely not. Apparently there's ghostly children at the Marshall House, which means Misty is never going to visit there. All right, so there's countless tales of like apparitions of small children, sounds of babies crying, um, sounds of children giggling. Oh, mm -mm. no, no, no. It's great when they're alive, guys. It's cute. It really is. Ghost children? Mm-mm. No. I'm done. Absolutely not. Um, you can hear kids playing games in the hallway. You can hear marbles and rubber balls bouncing and rolling. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So there's a guest who... I don't know if this was a review or a blog. Anyway, um, he... His name is Christopher... And he wanted to talk more about his stay at the Marshall House. He said, quote, 
My fiance and I stayed at the Marshall House for one night over the summer. At the time, we didn't know its history, and we just saw that it was a cool hotel and a pretty inexpensive price on Expedia. Hmm. That night, laying in bed and watching TV, we heard what assumed what we assumed were families out in the hall. It sounded like a lot of children running around and people talking very loudly, which was odd for 12 a.m. However, when I looked there, wasn't anyone there. We heard the same sounds intermittently until we fell asleep. I couldn't call this experience scary. It was just weird. End quote. Hmm. Yeah. Um, there's also a story about a mother and a son that stayed there. And the boy's mother was in the bedroom and her son came in the bathroom um, playing and just talking to himself. And when he, when he finally came out, he was crying and his mom asked what was wrong. And the little boy said the boy bit him. The mother asked him who he was talking about. There was no one in the room. And he said the little boy I was playing with in the bathroom. Mm-mm. So, of course, mom goes into the bathroom and is like, uh, there's no other little boy in here. Mm-mm. But when she looked down, she saw a mark of a bite on her son's arm. So, apparently, there's lots of stories about kids biting other children, like ghosty kids biting other children in the hotel. Um, and even one adult said that she woke up with bruises and scratches and bite marks um, from somebody. And the places where she had these marks couldn't have been done, you know, like she couldn't have done it if she was having night terrors or anything like that because she would have to be what she call it? Um, she said she would have to be a contortionist in order to do those things to herself, which is pretty scary. Also, let's talk about um, the Civil War spirits that are at the Marshall House. Do do do. Of course, there's gonna have you're gonna have spirits of Civil War soldiers um, because the Marshall House was a Civil War hospital. There's a lot of paranormal energy that people have picked up um, in a lot of screaming soldiers. There's also one that has been seen in the lobby and he's missing an arm. Uh, but he's carrying it around with the other arm. And when he walks around the lobby, he is crying for help from hotel guests and he's asking hotel guests to help him find a surgeon. <laughs> so scary. Um, yeah. So there was a couple of guests that made complaints that there was an odor um, in their room and around the hall. Um, and it turns out that they were smelling rotting flesh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guest said this, quote, When they were first renovating the hotel and opening it in 1999, three rooms had foul smells and really bad vibes. So overwhelming that the staff and workers could not stay in them long enough to get anything done. Rooms 214, 314, 414, 414 being the worst. I think it's still very active in there today. 
They tried every deodorizer they could get a hold of and nothing worked. Finally, they had a prayer blessing in these rooms and the smell and vibes um, relented only with 414 still having the odor and crazy vibes. Staff is said to play gospel music in that room when they're cleaning because that's the only thing that keeps the vibes and odor at bay. End quote. Um, there's also been encounters of a man in a Civil War uniform telling people to get out of his room. So there is that. Yeah. Um, I've got one, um, two more reviews. I'll finish this up. So one review said this, quote, I never got much sleep while we were there. I always felt uneasy and utterly creeped out at night in my guts and could not rest. I did hear some strange noises in the hall at night around 3 a.m., which sounded like a hard rubber ball rolling along the highway or hallway. Sorry. Um, and it bounced very loud. Then at 3 a.m., I've heard um, almost like a body falling and hitting the floor and no one was out there. We also heard what sounded like walking on the floor above us, but there is only the roof. Also an unnerving feeling of being touched while in my bed at night and I was completely awake, touched on the inside of my leg. This made me jump more than once. On the last night we stayed there, there was a strange smell in the room in the bathroom. Um, and we could find no source for it. It almost smelled like burned flesh. Ooh. Uh, would like to hear from more people about experiences at this location, end quote. And then one more quote. Stay here for two nights in a superior king room. Bed was nice and comfy. Breakfast was good, though the coffee wasn't great. Neil, the concierge, was a real treasure. Recommending places to eat, and he booked a trolley tour for us. I have to say, I was worried about the get, the ghostly reports. I'm a scary cat, but my other half was excited about something unexplained happen, happening. The first night, we slept right through. The second night, I was woken from a deep sleep, and there was a loud whirling noise by my ear. It even made my hair move. We could hear sounds like drums, like a marching band from far away, but it faded away. And it was really bizarre. Hmm. Strangely, this hasn't put me off from returning to this hotel. End quote. Wow. Um, yeah, so this was the Marshall Hotel and the 1790 Inn in Savannah, Georgia. So if you guys are in Savannah, if you want to do some ghosty things, check these two places out. I guarantee you, um, they at least love the history behind it. I don't know if you'll see ghosts. I don't know. We'll have to see. I can't promise you that because you may not believe in them. Anyway, everybody go outside and enjoy your spring day. Um, all I got for today, I'll talk to you guys next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.